going on y'all welcome back to the just absolutely boxing podcast i'm combo breaker 99 what's up y'all it's your boy boxing p and we back in the house with episode 68 it's fight weekend again p yeah man we got a we got a big fight you know it's kind of been in the middle 50 50 a lot of people you know hardcore fans more so anticipating you know i feel like some casual fans is kind of going under the radar talking about sean porter versus danny garcia you know this is the uh wbc welterweight title fight you know, ever since um, Keith Thurman, you know, he's been out with the injury. He finally vacated the title. So instead of this being an eliminator, they just went on and made this a title fight for both of these guys. To me, it makes sense, you know, because like I said, this kind of puts, this takes some weight off of Keith now. He doesn't have to go in there feeling like, hey, I owe both of these guys a rematch, which you don't. You know what I mean? Neither, guy, neither of these guys are number one contender now. You know, you can't have two number one contenders. So I just feel like this is a good way to kind of hash it out. So whoever wins this title, whenever he gets right, you know, he can go back in there and fight for that title again and get that one deserved rematch out of the way. But uh, how'd you feel about this fight when they finally, finally solidified it, man? Like you said, Dan, I mean, it just made, you know, sense for these guys to go ahead and, um, you know, fight each other. And Keith Thurman go ahead and get the winner, you know, of this fight. It just it just made sense or whatever. But I mean, like I just before we got on 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 online, um, we were I was saying how to fight. Um, I don't know. It doesn't seem to really be garnering a big buzz or got a lot of steam behind it. And like for me personally, it wasn't a fight that I was necessarily excited about. But it's a fight that um. It needs to happen because it's going to dictate what what happens next in the welterweight division or whatever. So mm-hmm. um, it's definitely a fight that you know needed to take place. Yeah, yeah. Um, I'm kind of uh, sixty forty. You know, it's kind of like a scale with me because I feel like yeah, it needs to happen. But yes, it needs to happen because yeah, we need to decide who gets that next fight. Now you know, it it, it kind of decides. It's kind of like Triple G Canelo. It decides. You know what happens next in their division in the welterweight division and um i kind of say no at the same time because i can kind of see how danny garcia handled a big full-fledged welterweight already you know whenever he was in there with keith thurman but in a way this is good for him because this is kind of his redemption to that and say let me let me re let me redo things i can still handle welterweight you know because his best days were at 140 you know let's be real you know yeah and he's had a lot of names on his on his resume at 140, but uh, ever since he's been at 147, it's kind of been like a not a standstill, but it's been a little bit slower. You know, it's just been kind of like they ain't coming as fast as they usually do. And I think that's just kind of um, what do you think it is? Man, it's kind of it just kind of makes you think. It kind of uh, makes you think. Can you handle welterweight like you believe? Yeah, like if you was to run down, you know, some of the names at 140. And then run down the names at 147. It's definitely like a big decline in um, competition. I mean, yeah, it is. It is what it is. I mean, you move to 147. You know, when people move to a division, we feel like a guy feels like this is a better fit for him, and they're ready to go to that division and make some noise. You know what I mean? Um, make the same moves they did, right? Yeah, make the same move. Yeah. I mean, yeah, like you say. I mean, okay, the weight that you were at might. You might outgrow that weight. That's that's possible. These guys are young men still growing or whatever. So um, when a guy moves to a new weight class, we expect him to go to the weight class and 
make some noise. I mean, it's not like, you know, these guys are old. You know, like a Roy Jones thing. He was late in age and moved up for one heavyweight fight. That's different. You know what I'm saying? Right. These guys are young, still in their prime, should be mixing it up. So, mm-hmm. um, um, I, re- I really see a, a drop in the, the, the competition where he moved to 147. I mean, they run him down at what? Was it Rod Salka? Was that at 147 or 140? I think that was still a 140. I think that was still 140, but uh, there's been a couple, you know. Was Rios at 147? 147, yeah. Rios was at 147. Okay, and who else? The There was a Vargas that he fought at 140. At 147. Right before the Keith Thurman fight. That was like a tune-up fight. But, um, again, people were kind of bashing that fight because they said it was too easy. You know, it was actually below the level of fighters he was fighting at 140, you know. So, it kind of puts you into the question, is it? Is it that lack of competition or is he do you think they really believe that he can handle 147 with his skills? Because you saw what happened when he went in there with Keith Thurman. I don't really care what people say. You know, people have been saying like the fight could have went either way. But that was Mm -hmm. a one sided boxing match, in my opinion. You know, yeah. you know, once you go back and look eight rounds of four, nine rounds of three. And um, that kind of shows you how he handles a a full fledged welterweight. So I can kind of see maybe. You know, people in the background, part of his team telling him to make wise choices, you know, now that you moved up. you. But as a fighter, you can't do that. You know, we I know mean, that. exactly. Yeah, but you can't be calling out the top dog. You but know what I'm saying? Yeah. I mean, if you want to be at 147 and fight at a certain tier of fighters, that's cool. But you can't be calling out like the top dogs and yeah. trying to be in that mix. Yeah. And not expect to mix it up. You know what I'm saying? You can't you can't do that. Especially when you're fighting for that WBC belt. Yeah, People are going to be yeah, after yeah, that. Yeah, you know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. I mean, come on, man. I, you know, like I say, if a fighter just wants to be a certain type of fighter, that's fine. But like we say, when we hear guys talk big and unification and, you know, I'm the best in the division, we need to see some some, some backup to that. <laughs> you know what I mean? Yeah, you got to. Because um, when he was at, when I go back and look at him at 140, I always saw that as kind of a comfortable weight for him. You know, when he would go in there and fight some guys, I felt like he had the skills to handle these guys at the weight. Even then, you know, he had competitive huh. fights. Uh, that I mean, he did. A lot dude. of people felt that Mauricio Herrera beat him. Yeah. Um, okay. I Amir, mean, a few, Amir Khan was, you know, landing shots before he got in, you know, his couple hard shots and, yeah. you know, scored a knockout. But overall. He had, he had about two, about two, two, three. Questionable fights, yeah, right? questionable fights. Yeah, some dude. questionable yeah, fights, No yeah. question. And yeah, those being at lower weights make you say that yeah, sometimes you might have to stay in your in your lane. You know, I'm, I know you want to be destined for greatness, but like I asked you before, like do you have to move up and wait to be great? Not all yeah, the time, right? Yeah, and and everybody's not going to be great, great, eh? Everybody, you know, everybody can be, shoot for, but everybody's yeah. not going to be great. They you can, know what I'm they, saying? They can be good, you know, yeah. but nobody, not everybody can be great. Yeah, yeah. everybody not, you know. So, um. So with Danny, it's just like making this move again to try to prove something that he can be, you know, be be a welterweight champion. Let's say if he does get past Sean Porter, uh, do you see longevity? Because he even stayed, you know, moving up to 154. So do you really see, like, longevity with his type of skill that he brings I mean, to the table, to think of what think about it, it's going to be like this. Um, the fans are going to have to tune in or come to your fights and if you get to be known as somebody who's not putting on good fights I mean 
you talking about moving to one fifty? It's not gonna be no fights at one fifty four. You know what I mean? It's still yeah. a business, dude. It's still yeah. a business, and if you're not putting on good performances, you know, who's going to continue to come right. out to support? Yeah, you know, what I mean, because I'm and I'm just saying that because I'm thinking, all right, well, what if he did move over to one fifty four? Well, he not fight nobody at one forty seven, so at one fifty four, he not gonna fight. That's not really interesting to me. Yeah, you just moving up weight classes just to to to, to move up. <laughs> you know what I'm saying? Exactly, and and you ain't really made the statement that you can handle one forty seven. Yeah, to make us say, oh, I want to see him at a higher weight. You know what I mean? Like he hasn't when he moved up to one forty seven. It wasn't the same type of fireworks like when Bud moved up you know like oh, yeah. some people say the less champion was Jeff Horn but you see what he did to him he did to him you know so you see what he what did he to did him to so him. at his first fight at 147 it's not like alright this is his you know he, he fought a complete nobody he was a world champion he did go 12 with Manny and you see what Terrence Crawford did to him I mean I mean come on man you can't even deny that man you know you can't you, yeah, you can. That's what I'm saying. Like some fighters, you can kind of see what roads they're taking. And um, the road that uh, Danny Garcia is kind of taking right now is kind of hard to see. For me, it's just kind of hard to see him stay on it just because I feel like sometimes I don't feel like he, he, he really is ducking. I think it's just himself. I think it's his team telling him, you know, you need to t- make certain moves. You know, they, they kind of look after him because they know he's a money man. So he is kind of a money man. And, but for how long? Yeah, but for how long? For how long? For how long? So I mean, because it, it, it's like this, and I mean, you know what? At one forty-seven, I'm. You're not guaranteed to fare well at one forty-seven, dude. I mean, the Earl Spence fight is you gonna be the underdog. You know, Keith Thurman rematch. You know, more than likely you'll be an underdog depending on how Keith looks when he comes back. But it's just like. I don't really see his stake in, you know, his claim. What could he really bring to the, we already seen with Keith, with, with a top 10 high level welter deals with you, right? Yeah. You yeah. know what I'm saying? And it's only going to really get stiffer. It's only going to get stiffer. After that, that's my thing. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because even like some of these uh, lesser known guys, on the under, you know, even on the undercard, Ugas, you never know. Like, he's fighting, uh, he's got a fight coming up. He's on the undercard as a WBC title eliminator. So, we still got to see. We don't even know, like, these guys right here that could give him trouble, you know? Because, mm-hmm. like, like I said, welterweight is still different than 140, uh, 140, you know, when you start to get in these taller, longer guys. So, these guys with no name, they could still put it on. You yeah, know what I mean? absolutely. Still, absolutely. Absolutely, you know he, he he didn't come in and make that statement that I'm willing to I'm willing to fight anybody. Yeah, you know what I'm saying. He didn't make that statement. Terrence Crawford is making is making that statement. You know now the thing about it that a, a fighter can't fight every single guy. It's always going to be a guy that it, it, it you you can't do, yeah, way, yeah yeah you know what I'm saying. I mean mm-hmm. you can't fight every guy that a guy wants to throw at you. Yeah for for Terrence Crawford. So now people want him to go back down. I mean, I'm thinking Terrence Crawford looking at bigger and better fish to fry. You know what I'm saying? Right. So, and not to get off on that, but I'm just saying, you know, mm-hmm. you know, people calling people out, but it still got to make sense. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah. Got to make sense for me to go back down and wait, not make no money to fight a guy. You know what I'm saying? Right. So there, there always got to be some type of significance for yeah, it. Got you know, to, if man. you're making those moves, man. Yeah. Just like 
That's why I say, like, with, with Danny Garcia, I see him taking this fight with Sean Porter, but that's, that's if he can get past it. But does he really still want that rematch and what it leads to? Because you know it's going to lead to a fight with Danny Gar- uh, Errol Spence, you know? Yeah. It's going to yeah. lead to that yeah. Garcia Spence right. that and, people want to see. And then my thing, too, Ann, is, like, this fight, they – is, I don't want to say they were pressured into it, but which, what other choice did they have? Mm-hmm. With the Keith Thurman out, you know, what other choice did they have besides really dancing with each other that would be significant? You know, Terrence Crawford, of course, that would be good, but he just came into, you know, the mix. These guys been there for a little while, so mm-hmm. it was like it was kind of the only thing really, you know, to do because y'all didn't want to mix with Earl Spence. Yeah. You know what I mean? And for a while, it seemed like it was taking a while for this fight to be made. Because even like as soon as Thurman got injured, my, in my mind, before they even thought of this fight, it was already, I was already saying, well, Thurman can't fight both of them again. That just ain't right. You know, mm-hmm. they're they going to have to hash it out. Even when I was saying that, that fight wasn't even talked about, really. You know, okay. it was just, it was talked about, but it, it was seeming like both of them were kind of, you know, apprehensive of, of um, signing. You know, even coming down to September, people was still like, when are we going to get a date? You know, yeah. it's still kind yeah. of like either Danny's side, you know, Porter was saying he'd been wanting this fight, but it was still kind of like with Danny's side, they were still kind of on the fence about that. That's what you know? I'm saying, dude. It's kind of like Danny was like kind of pressured into this fight. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? He he shouldn't have been, it shouldn't have been no pressure. It yeah. should have been something he was easily ready to do, but it seemed like, you know, when he started looking at his other options, there wasn't a lot of options out there. You couldn't go below Sean Porter. He, he couldn't, can't, he couldn't, he can't, he can't go he can't below Sean Porter. Not at this Porter. point, no. Uh-huh. You know what I'm saying? So it was Sean Porter or. Uh, or Errol. Or Errol. Or Bud. You know, it had to be one of those three. You know what I'm like, saying? Nope, so. Nothing more, nothing less. You know what I mean? Yeah. It had to be one yeah. of those guys. And I just say, that's why it puts me into the question, you know, just like where, where, what is really his direction at 147 at this point, you know? Because, I mean, once he get that belt, it's just going to open more doors, you know. And 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 if you think about it, and if a guy's chasing money, you know, he say, well, man, I ain't about fighting just anybody. You got to fight some dangerous fights to make some money. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Because nobody's going to turn in to see you do too many more, you know, B-minus level fighters at this stage in the game. You yeah. know what I'm saying? Yeah. Yeah, man. And all. Uh, with that, with that being said, though, do you think that uh, looking at Sean Porter, do you think um, Sean Porter is kind of overlooking Danny just a little bit? Do you think he can think he I know he's been training hard, but some people are saying that this ain't been his hardest training camp. Really? Yeah. I no. mean, it, I mean, it's just so funny for me to just see Sean Porter with the new this new energy, you know, being being like the vocal guy. And so um is that an act? You know what I'm saying? Is 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 he really concerned about this fight and trying to act like he's not? Think about some of that spawn we saw. Why would they leak the worst possible? Exactly. Yeah. You know, footage yeah. of Shane Mosley throwing some punches. Yeah, some Frankenstein. Yeah, super slow. So I I don't know. You know what I'm saying? I don't know. He could be trying to make it seem that way, but you know, he know he need to win this fight. Yeah. You know. Yeah. Yeah. When they when they leaked that. My whole thing was like, even with casual fans, don't take that seriously. You know what I mean? And like at the same time, that kind of shows you, you know, what my frame is, is he in? You know, are they feeling a little more relaxed as camp? Like this is going to be easier than Thurman, you know? 
I mean, they can't. Yeah, you can read. You can read that a few different ways. Yeah, you yeah. know what I'm saying. But but and it's just hard for me to believe that Mosey would be in there with anybody on on this level. Training somebody yeah, like yeah, that. Yeah, dude. Yeah. I mean, just Trainer. for me, I don't know nothing. I'm not no trainer, but just for me, it was hard for me to really yeah. accept that being some work. <laughs> you know yeah. what I mean? Because we seen old trainers moving better. Than that, I mean, you know, look, 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 Floyd Senior. Yeah. yeah, I mean, Roger. E, come on, dude. That's why. I, that's why I say, man. Like Sean Porter, like. I think he's just like finding the re refound energy, you know, and now that he's fighting for this belt that he's been asking for, you know, he's just been kind of um this he I think he does have more of a goal than Garcia's kind of more clear that he's been saying, I want this fight because I wanted to get this belt and try to get my rematch with Thurman. But at the same time, you know, how did you feel about some of the things he said about Errol Spence now? Now I think about that. Do you think he, with the he, going back and forth? With, yeah, um, it don't really matter, right? Champ, belt's a belt to me, right? Yeah, belt is a belt, and it's like, um, you know, how do you really feel? In one minute you want to fight, you're ready for the fight. Then another minute, you know, he's not on your radar. You know, um, how can we? How do we read that? Yeah, you know what I'm saying. Somebody, you know, going back and forth. You know, the thing is, like. From day one, Terrence Crawford called him out and haven't really wavered from that. Mikey Garcia, some of these people calling, you know, names and they're not wavering from them. You know, to me, that's how you do it if you really want it. If you really want it, You yeah. know what I mean? Um, both of those guys, Danny and um, Sean Porter, never really wanted to commit to that fight. But you throw a mic in their face, yeah, I want that fight. You know what I'm saying? They'll, you know what I mean? It's just, it's, it's not the same when what Mikey Garcia said and Terrence Crawford said. I'm just, to me, it's not. I don't know. That's my opinion. But, yeah, you know. yeah there, there's definitely, there's definitely like a risk factor in tone, you know, when they, <laughs> when they, that's almost saying, there's a risk factor in tone whenever they get to speaking on certain fights. Because like, to me, Spence, Garcia, they both consider the elite in the welterweight, so one has a belt, one don't. I think I would go for the guy with the belt, you know, mm-hmm. just get him out of the way. Like, whichever fight would come first, like I said, at first, it seemed Danny was a little hesitant, so I would have said, if he don't want me, I'm going to go fight Spence, you know right. what I mean? You know, it was an old belt he used to have, the IBF belt, before, you know, he lost to Kill Brooks, so I'd mm-hmm. be like, let me go back and get my old belt, you know? Yeah, let me go reclaim it. That didn't happen, no. Or, like, if somebody asked you, you would always just say, yes, I, I'll fight him, you yeah. know? Yes, I'll fight Spence. You know, yeah. we I, never really heard that from anybody yet. You know what I mean? Right. Like, and that's all people want to hear. If it don't happen, like we say, you know, at least we can kind of gauge what what's on your mind. Like if it don't happen, you know, we know the politics. Happen. You know what I mean? Yeah, like sometimes yeah, politics happen. Yeah. And like you were saying, some fights never happen, but at least show some interest. That Yeah, because that's the thing. Some fights don't happen because the people don't really want them to happen. It, 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 it's very rare the two fighters like, yo, I want this very and rare. it don't happen. Yeah. Because when they want it like that, to promote see money. Everybody yeah. see money. Oh, these guys really yeah. don't like it. They really, we got we got to make this happen, you know, exactly. so. Exactly, yeah. Because, I mean, when we go to the heavyweight division, Wilder says he wants the AJ fight. But what does Wilder say? Not now, right? So it don't happen. But whenever, like, I always go back to my man Evander. When he said he want to fight Lennox Lewis, it happened. Right. Well, not once, but twice. Right. It happens. So... Saying yes does make a difference. It you did, know. dude. It, it did. Make a big it difference. Do. You know what I mean? And like I say, the people that really want the want, want the big fights are getting them. You know, they getting them. I mean, that's just the bottom line. You know, Floyd Mayweather 
was able to get big fights. I mean, some of the fights were dangerous. He had to take. I mean, he, you know, even Oscar De La Hoya. Oscar De La Hoya was still a, a warrior. Yeah, yeah. You know what I mean, still a dangerous fighter. Yeah. He was older. He wasn't what he was, but he still would, you know, beat a lot of guys. And and it was a competitive fight with always, him and Floyd or whatever. Been, yeah. So um, it's just like you know, you you at, at some point you gotta test yourself and take those chances. That's that's just like my thing with all these guys nowadays. You know. They're not really testing themselves. You know what I mean? They're mm-hmm. not, eh? Yeah. Do you think this is um a bigger test for Danny than uh Thurman the Thurman fight was? No. You know, I, I don't. So? I don't. I mean, I think it's, it's definitely Just a totally a different style. Yeah, I'm about to say totally different style. But Keith Thurman is so gifted and was doing so many things and they're like, you know, Keith Thurman was hard to find sometimes. Yeah. Sean yeah. Porter going to be right there all night all in your face. Night. You ain't going to have to go yeah. looking. You ain't going to have to. He going to be right there. Yeah. So a lot of little things that, you know, had Garcia confused, you know, mm-hmm. that Keith Thurman was doing. I don't see that type of mm-hmm. match playing out. But um, it's going to be interesting, man, because um, it's kind of, I don't know if it'll happen like that, but it's kind of like that Matisse and Danny Garcia, you know, that was one of my favorite fight, pretty much my favorite fight from Danny Garcia because in that fight, he just looked like he he, he boxed really well. Mm-hmm. But um, I don't know if he'll be able to do that in the Sean Porter fight, you know. Yeah, exactly. You know? And, you know, and that kind of goes back to my what I was saying earlier. Like, when he was fighting at 140 doing them things, I thought he looked good and he looked comfortable. But, you know, like, now that he's in this realm with the bigger, stronger guys, it's mm-hmm. like, can you do that same thing? You know, yeah. do you have that that strength that I'll be talking about sometime? You know, yeah. not just power, but the strength yeah. to to handle guys that big. You know, and um, looking at um the first fight, you know, Thurman and Garcia, yeah, that was kind of that cerebral fight where he was had to outthink Thurman, but Thurman mm-hmm. had the upper hand all the time, and mm-hmm. he was able to win in that. But this fight is going to be a physical welterweight fight. Now the question is, can you handle physical welterweight fight? I, I, and, and I don't believe either one because he's not what I would consider a cerebral fighter or a physical fighter. He's <clears> neither <throat> one. You know, Danny got that shotgun, that left hook, which really been... Taking him there. Yeah, taking him there. You know what I'm saying? It really been taking him there. You know, I mean, he's not a guy that I see and say, oh, damn, this guy got a high ring IQ. Oh, he working every ounce of the ring. Oh, he drink general shit. I, I don't see that with him. And the physical thing, he not moving forward. Danny moving backward. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? I mean, he, yeah, he moved forward sometimes, but he flat footed and just pretty much doing the same thing over and over and over again. Yeah. You know well, what I mean? Yeah, that's kind of, I'm kind of curious. What, what would you describe, man? As like what type of fighter? Because, yeah, some fighters you can, um, <laughs> you see them doing their thing. Like you say, Thurman, he can box, bang, but sometimes he'll go straight cerebral and think more and say, oh, it's time to do this. You know, uh-huh. once I made sure I uh, got all the rounds I need in the bank, I'm going to do this and, you know, take you out of your mind frame. Where Sean Porter, he's just in your chest all night doing, you know, Keeping, a whole lot of thinking. A whole lot of thinking. But you describe thinking. their style. You know, that's how to describe it. But what would you call somebody like Danny Garcia? And Danny Garcia, in, in my opinion, that like Keith Thurman is what I would consider a cerebral fighter who knows how to bang if he got to. Right. Danny is not a cerebral fighter, but I, I guess he would lean more 
to the physical because he got the left hook. That that's that's the only thing he really got. You know, you put him against the wall, he gonna start firing that. Mm-hmm. You know, left hand. He not gonna use head movement. He not gonna use footwork to mm-hmm. get out the corner. He gonna you know yeah. fire off. So, um, if I had to put him in, you know, I, I would put him leaning more towards the physical. But he's not a physical guy to me. He's not the guy's coming in there throwing guys around. And you know, Sean Porter is a physical guy to me. You know what I'm saying? All physical. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. He coming in there. You know what I mean? Um, you know, I guess some guys, you know what I mean? When you look, what is Danny's style, eh? What is his style? Like, I want to say it's, it's Not, I want to say he's more of a technical fighter, but at the same time, it's like there's some things he don't do technically right. Like, it's not the bashing, but there's certain things you notice, like, even when I'm watching, like, Emmanuel Stewart, like, certain type of way he throw his right hand he don't have a straight right hand you know he kind of mm-hmm. loops it all the time like mm-hmm. even at 140 i kind of noticed that his hand was always going over instead of straight right which would have been easier knockouts for him but i know he has that left hook but um he makes those little subtle movements you know just to try to get out but like i said those little movements were looking good at 140 but it's kind of hard to say do you got those tech skills to take up to 147 against a bigger <laughs> Sean Porter, you know, because think about it. And I mean, even at 140, fighting the cerebral guys, I mean, they, they, they was landing on Danny, and it was still landing, it was landing on Danny. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. I mean, you know, he definitely ain't in there thinking, and you know, he might, you know, doing little little things. He is a fighter, he does have defense and offense, all the things it takes to be a fighter, but you know, he, he I don't see him as that, 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 that big thinker. You know, in the ring at all, and not the big brawler either. The heart is questionable. To, to, to be that brawler, you you need that 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 heart. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? I mean, Brandon Rios fight. Brandon Rios is all brawler, all physical. You know, Danny was smart enough to box him and just wait for the wait for the big shot, and eventually it came, and you know that that was that. But Brandon Rios was. The brawling style was was was, style. Getting, it, was coming through a little bit, through. yeah. It you was know coming what I mean? through, yeah. And um, <clears throat> I guess in some ways, like I said, he is technical, but he is kind of a counter counter puncher. But at yeah. the same time, you know, that type of counter puncher style, it, it, it has to be it has to be effective at one forty seven. It wasn't effective against Thurman, you know. Uh, absolutely, he didn't know how to kind of bait him and because that's what I'm saying. That, that's what I'm saying. And even to be a counter puncher, you have to set traps. You, you got to be thinking. You got to be yeah. doing things to set up the counter. And you know, you got to have strength because yeah, so. when you go in there with a guy like Porter, he's gonna be coming at you relentlessly. You know, knowing mm-hmm. you smaller, but you got to be able to push him off and set up a counter. Mm-hmm. And I just think, like I go back to like. He looked better at 140. I mean, 147 is still trouble with um Sean Porter. Like we said, you ain't he ain't thinking, but sometimes not thinking, it can be a dangerous thing for Garcia. You know Absolutely, because I mean? it's, it's it's if 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 there's nothing else going on, it's just concentrated physical. That's fucking dangerous, especially yeah. when you a guy his size. Yeah. And I mean, he is a fighter. He yeah. can throw. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah it's full steam ahead. Because it's not like he's a completely. Like my comparison is to to zombies. When you see zombie movies, they just keep coming. Yeah. They're not thinking, right? But sooner or later, they overwhelm you. You know, absolutely. Because when you overthinking and you start panicking and you're not 
understanding what they are or how to get rid of them. Then after that, you know, what happens? You get overwhelmed. You know? and, 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 and Sean Porter, that's his style. And he's good at that style. It's not like he, I mean, he's not out there like a bubbling idiot. No, Punching no. himself in the no. head like Tyson Fury falling all over, flopping around. He's not doing that. Yeah. You know, it's just straight aggression. I mean, in his mind, it's probably a method to his madness, you know, yeah. but just looking at it, just knowing that style, it's not a lot of thinking because you're just coming forward. You know what I mean? Maul, yeah. and it's not, you know, I'm taking two steps to the left because I know this guy is going to throw the left. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? It's not anticipating things and really setting things up that, you know, we see other guys, Terrence Crawford, Floyd Mayweather, you know, other guys doing the mm-hmm. ring. Yeah. Yeah. Like you say, there's a method to it because, like, for us, we look at it because, you know, we, we see the boxing style, like you say, Mayweather and him countering it. Him, he don't want you to set up encounters. He's like, boom, you know, he's rushing you. He's got you pinned to the ropes and, you know, putting that pressure so you don't have to think, you know, making it so you can't think. So you can't think. So you can't, man. But uh, here's a question, too, man. Uh, Like, if, how, how, um, how, how how do you rank Sean Porter amongst the elite, really? Like, uh, if, if he thinks of Danny Garcia as this, you know, top guy welterweight and, um, you know, Porter, he already lost Thurman and guys like Kilbrook. How, how, how would you rate him, man? Like, I just think he just got tenacity and, you know, I mean, like we talked about before, will and, and drive and those things can win fights sometimes. Um, but as far as ranking him, I would say maybe seven, that mm-hmm. I would say maybe seven. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? And that's just because, I mean, once you look at the rest of the welterweight division, really, who is there? You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, we, I mean, we got a good six, seven good guys. I mean. But not, but, but but that's what we always talk about, and why they got to fight so we can hash it out. We don't know who's the best people. Turn, I mean, Earl Spence, people scared of him. And we, don't, we don't know if he's the best because he haven't fought the best yeah. at, 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 at 147. Yeah. All these styles haven't got put together. They haven't, they haven't collided they for haven't us collided to see. Yeah. Once the smoke settles to see who is number one. And yeah. well, oh, why is he number one? Because he beat this guy, that guy, that guy. Why is he number two? Because he beat these. You know what I mean? Yeah. We can't break it down like that yet because we don't have the data. Yeah, we don't because, like I said, whenever somebody gets on that path, like, say, Sean Porter, we saw him lose to Kell Brook. And then after that, he goes to the Thurman, like, the train kind of stops at points, you know, like, yeah. everybody kind of goes off again. We got Thurman out, so we can't really gauge him, you can't know. Can't gauge him. Thurman, he can't, I mean, Crawford, he already yeah. beat Horn, so that's one other champion out. Yeah. But the next guy, Welterweight, hasn't really showed any interest in fighting him, you know. We haven't got a Spence fight in there with these these names, so... It, it is hard. That's why I asked that question. Like, where can we rank these guys if we rate them so elite, you know? Yeah. You know, and all. We know that they're at the top of the division, but as far as chronological order, yeah. it's kind of hard to say. Yeah. You know what I mean? I mean, because if you want to just kind of do it on paper, I mean, Keith Thurman would, would be number one on paper. You know what I mean? Being he stepped away, I guess. I mean, you, to me, you can't just give it to Earl Spence just by default. I mean, he, he. Mm-hmm. I mean, his his resume don't speak of him being number one. You know, people not right. want to fight him. Right, that's a different story. Yeah, yeah, he got a belt, and you know, he destined for it. But I mean, like, I know even himself wouldn't feel comfortable with that because he's yeah, the type of guy yeah, that would just go in there. He wants to go in there and prove it. Prove it. So we at Wild Thurman, we say is out for like a year. I would say he's probably. 
the spot's probably vacant. Vacant. You know, yeah, the I'm next saying. guy to fight for it would be Spence, you know, yeah. that would be in line for it. And um, that's why I asked that, because how can we rate these guys? The next part would be without a tournament, you know? Yeah, without I mean, a tournament, without like them we, fighting each other, man. Like our episode we did last week, we got all the middleweights in a tournament now. So we know everything is set up to be rated after that, you know? And, and think about it, man. Even if they don't want to do the, the tournament format, they could do what these guys are doing. Yeah. We, this is our tournament. This exactly. isn't being called a tournament. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You know, They're you, just call, doing. you called it yeah. a tournament. And so, I mean, mm-hmm. once people thought about it, oh, damn, it is kind of like a tournament. Yeah. But it's not in but the tournament format. Somebody you know had to actually saying? sign yeah. them in and, you know, lock them in. They all made the choice they to say, choice. I need this guy right. next. Right. You know? and, and they got the freedom to do what they want to do after this, you know, as opposed to the tournament where you you got to fight the winner of this, you got to fight the, you know what I mean? Yeah. So, but the thing is, they didn't need a tournament to, to, to make that happen. Now. Yeah, no. Nah. Some guys, they need the, 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 the tournament regiment to fight each other. Yeah. It ain't going to happen yeah. otherwise. So, yeah, some divisions, they actually... So, I mean, yeah, that's kudos like that. to 160 for 160. just making that happen. Yeah, yeah, man. The people who were serious, because there's some people at 160 who wasn't interested. Yeah, who weren't interested, you know, it was taking too long, but finally it happened. That's why I just say, man, like, this one fight here just needs to kind of happen to see who is the best out of these guys at 147, you know, right. to... Um, Go ahead and get at least get that part out the way, and I just want to see Crawford and Spence somewhere in the mix too. You know what I mean? Like I am, I really now that I look at it this way and look how 160 was doing it, I don't really think we need any more build up fights. You know, I don't think they need build up fights. I think Crawford and Spence, Thurman come back, throw Vargas in there somewhere since he's the only other guy that wants to get in there too. Start mixing that up now. You know, and for me, for me personally. I do, I do, I do feel that, but um, and I guess I don't know. It just seemed like it's unfinished business with Keith Thurman and Earl Spence. I, I you know, the more time goes by, that I, I'm longing to see that fight really more than the Terrence Crawford fight. Because, yeah, I was. Yeah, I, I am at because this fight is going to kind of determine a few different things. Because what if you know? Keith Thurman uses that ring IQ and, you know, because I don't, you know, see uh, Spence is a cerebral fighter. You know, he ain't just a brawler. Well, I mean, he's a brawler. I mean, I don't see him as a big cerebral fighter. But if Keith Thurman, you know, uses brain and and outboxing, that would change the dynamics of the game because Terrence Crawford definitely could do it. You know what I'm saying? That fight would lose steam with him and Terrence Crawford because we can say, well, Terrence Crawford going to do the same thing if Keith Thurman outboxed him and did that to him. Yeah. Imagine what a guy who, you know, mm-hmm. we, we different people may consider mm-hmm. what a higher ring IQ or better boxer acumen would do. I do. I do to a certain extent. I think that Errol Spence is more of a cerebral fighter. I think he's kind of a kind of methodical pressure fighter. You know, he's kind of backing guys up with certain little movements he do to set up the punches he's doing to break guys down. I know there's still some holes in his game, like some head movement things, but he's gotten so dependent, you know, with the power. But he's also using those slight steps and angles to kind of move guys to where he wants to punch them. You know, I I feel like he is setting his knockouts up more so than somebody like Sean Porter. And I think that's what scares people because he's walking guys into that right and left and opening that body up by making them 
do certain things, you know. But a lot of the guys are standing right in front of them, though. What happens when the guy's not there for you I to do those things? They they stand in front of them because it's like, like I say, I think it's a mind thing. They get so fearful and cringed up that, you know, he's able to open them up. Because, like, Chris Algieri, he wasn't. You know, Chris Algieri's a guy that moves. You know, he's a guy that likes to move around and dance. But as soon as Spence started, you know, stalking and countering and tearing that body up, there was no choice, you know, but to crumble. And Kill Brook, he's a move, he's a mobile boxer too, and you see what he was doing for certain rounds. But when Spence's calculated pressure started working, it started breaking him down. You know. Yeah, I still gotta see more. I gotta see him in there with some guys who yeah. really got. Yeah, 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 yeah. He definitely see, needs that resume you know, he, to see it work. He, he, on he's guys, not the yeah. brute. He's not a Brandon Rios. No. But I definitely see guys out there that's smarter than him as far as the ring IQ and I just need to see some more acumen before I can really just see it I mm-hmm. mean that's the thing about a lot of these guys that's why I don't really want to see him and Terrence Crawford yet because they haven't really faced nobody else at 147 it would be cool to see it right now but you know so we can see more dynamics we can say whoa I don't know well Terrence Crawford at 147 I mean he Keith Thurman this did happen you know we can make mm-hmm. more comparisons it's only comparison we yeah. got for Bud right now is Horn, and it's that's horn. not yeah. a lot to gather. And then even for Earl Spence, what, what do we got to gather at 147? I mean, not a whole lot. No, we got no, an right. older Lamar Peterson, you know what I'm saying? Yeah. Who else? Is, it's, 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 it's not a lot to really gauge a whole lot, you know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. That's why, I mean, it sucks Keith Thurman, to me, just plays an intricate part at 147 that we, we yeah, you know, uh, it sucks. Yeah, because deep down... Deep down, believe me, I want to see that fight. I really yeah. want to see Thurman Spence. I, I do, but like I feel like he hasn't really showed any interest yet in coming back, and we don't know how. We don't know like how long it's going to take how, to get the comeback. Oh, when? Yeah, is it going to be one tune-up fight? Is it going to be two? You know, is it is it going to be this Josito Lopez? Yeah. You know, and yeah. how rusty is he going to be when he yeah. comes back? Is a question. Yeah. You know, so and, and and you know how yeah, like you said, how rusty is he going to be? And I'm just saying like. If he don't come back, he don't come back. The division gotta go on, but it's just like, it's just like, and you looking at you looking at your monopoly board or whatever. You got your boardwalk place. You got all these. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. You just got all these good pieces, and I just need I just need to see all these all these components. You know what what happens once once they collide? Because mm-hmm. the thing about another thing too is the Earl Spence and Terrence Crawford fight. What if one or the other washes each other? Mm-hmm. Then that kind of it, 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 it takes some away from the game because then we like well, Terrence Crawford not what we thought he was, Earl Spence not what we thought he was at one forty seven. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Right now, you know we got the question mark over Terrence Crawford. We got a question mark. I mean, I, like these are our elite guys. We saying that you know we definitely got Terrence Crawford. We got Earl Spence. We got a healthy Keith Thurman. Those are our elite guys. Right at one forty seven. If they kind of run through each other real quick, it's nothing else left, is it? I mean, because it's just not really. It's lower than that. Yeah, you know, yeah, you yeah. See what I'm like saying? I said, yeah, that's what I was saying earlier. Like, I feel we had our six, seven guys. You, yeah, like we got our six, seven guys, and once they start to mix it up, kind of like the middleweight division, it would kind of be in the same, same thing. You know what I mean? You know, we would get them guys in the ring, like Thurman, Crawford, and Spence, because I mean, in the meantime, like. Who else can they fight really to, 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 to make you say they're, they're you know they they hold that weight as a great fight? Because well, see, like for the middleweight division, that we got the trivector, Canelo, Triple Jacobs, G. Triple G. Uh-huh. Then we got a second tier. We got Billy Joe. We got um, 
Oh, uh, Billy Joe. Billy got a Charlo. I mean, Charlo. he got a 160. You know, we still got like bigger second row names than we do to me. True. And That's you know true. what I'm yeah, saying? Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because after those three names and yeah. welterweight, it's just Sean Porter and Danny Garcia. Yeah, because, yeah, like every time we break down the welterweight, it's just this swarm of sharks. Yeah. And then after that, once you go to that bottom, there's really nobody there. You know? No, I mean, it's not to say guys can't come up and yeah, work guys their can come but up I'm talking about yeah. like right now. Right, like right now. now, this is the middleweight division. It's cooking right it's now. Cooking and now. these guys yeah. are in place. You know, and then, then you got third tier, got Lemieux and, you know, um, Mungia, all Mungia's. these other guys yeah. who are, you yeah. know, just, just, just coming around. I mean, um, so, like I say, the competition at the higher level with welterweight is limited. There's a lot of fights that could be made, but, you know, I would like to see the smoke settle with some of these top players. And, you know, because, like, once the, once they get the, I mean, but, but but who after those guys fight, who else would we be interested? We're not going to be interested in seeing them fight low competition, man. You know what I'm saying? You're yeah. not going to beat... Earl Spencer then go and fight a Jesse Vargas. Right. You know what I'm saying? Not not necessarily. You got to kind of keep that momentum. Yeah, going, you got to you know? kind of keep that momentum, bro. So that's why I'm like, damn. You know, at least Keith Thurman. That's one more one more player in in, in the right. mix. You know what I'm saying? And I feel the same way you do. And we don't know what's going to happen. We don't even know if he's coming back. But I'm like, damn. You know, if he come back, that'd just be a lot better because you know he would give us another little component to the game because. You know him missing is kind of it's 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 not that many fights. Yeah, because he did kind of set that bar now because he set that bar as far as like the guy that people were wanting to fight. Yeah, we wanted to it, fight. Let's yeah. be honest, it would have been like you know if Roy had just unified at light heavy and after that had had take off for two years, people you know kind of put the division in you know shambles a little bit because then they right. kind of be like, well. This was my goal, but where we, you know, who's going to fight who? Because th- this guy that I was going for ain't here, you know, ain't and here. the people, the fight that people wanted to see is not here. Because like I said, Thurman Spence was a fight I wanted to and, see. And so think, Earl Spence for like, well, I'm the man by default. Yeah. I'm the man by default. Is, is that is that good enough for him? Being nah. the man by default. Right. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, and I don't think he feel that way. So yeah. that's what I'm saying, dude. It's like, you know, Keith Thurman, we need him for a couple different different reasons, you know what yeah. I'm saying? Yeah. In, in in the mix, you know, whoever he's gonna come back, we don't know that remains to be seen. But um I would just love to see those guys chopping it up. All five of those guys mix and match and chop it up. When I say five, then you know the Keith Thurman. Spence, Spence, yeah, the Porter, Crawford, Crawford, Garcia, you know, and then after that, you know, you know, the, the two winners could get a fight, the two losers two could losers get a fight, fight. the then, two losers that fight could go down and fight some the lower tier guy, you know, it yeah, went, and the, the, it could put itself back in a situation yeah. to get a you know rematch, rematch, like I was supposed you know to what I'm be. saying? Yeah. yeah, it would cultivate yeah. the division a little bit more, you know, with 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 you know some more players in there, but you know. We dealing with what's at hand right now. You say you heard rumors of Keith Thurman coming back at the end of uh, this year, or somewhere around December. It's still been rumored, you know, taking um, a fight with Josito Lopez. You know, so I mean, if he could do that fight, you know, like I said, that's kind of going to see if he needs another tune-up fight after that, or you know, where he goes from there. Is he going to be ready to get back in there? With the winner of Porter Garcia, you know, so. And the one thing about that, the one fact we know, the longer he out, the, the worse it's going to be. You know yeah. what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, the longer this, whatever you want to call a hiatus, whatever you're going through, 
you know, because he ain't a young man and it's just time mm-hmm. being missed out. You know what I'm saying? Yeah, because like we say, the game keeps going. But like you say, it it's going to be worse on him because, yeah, time, you know, it's a mug. It plays yeah, on your body. You know what I mean? You could, you could tr- look good in training, go back in there, your legs gone in the God, fight, you know? God. So Because you know, these guys staying active. They, they, in, they yeah. in the mix while you was out for two years. You know what I'm saying? I mean, not really, but, you know, so to speak, they was in the mix. You know what I mean? Yeah. They ain't been mixing up a whole lot. Not but, a lot. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. They ain't, yeah. But, um, yeah, it remains to be seen how Keith Thurman going to come back, man. And, and like I say, for him, man, like you say, he was the forerunner of the new wave of this 147 division calling out Floyd, you know, saying he wanted to unify the division. You know, he was kind of carrying the flag for the division. And now, you know, he done riled up the troops in this thing. You know, mm-hmm. he got people attention. He missing. You know he what I'm saying? Yeah. You know, he, he was a forerunner for being one of the new younger generation at 147 you know what I mean like I say constantly calling out Floyd you know like you said he's talking heavy about unifying the division these Mm -hmm. other guys weren't talking about that at that time so you know that's why I say he kind of we kind of got to see him there you know what I mean you know yeah and you know He's the only one to blame for that because, you know, like I said, he talked himself into that position. He fought himself into that position. So whether, you know, people are loving him or hate him, you know, he got to listen or respond because now people, we want to see you fight. Because like I said, whenever he, yeah, he he started talking, I was watching, you know. At the time, it was him and Sean Porter, you know, it was kind of those guys that were both undefeated that were kind of making noise. You know, Sean was over here taking guys out, you know, how he took uh, Pauly out. You know, mm-hmm. people were just looking, you know. Yeah. You know, um, like I said, go back to Keith Thurman. You know, he was beating a lot of these other guys, keeping his O. And then, he, like I said, he was very vocal about being undisputed. So now that you kind of stop right there at the mountaintop yeah, right with two the- belts – Oh man, now people are saying, where where can we rate you right now? You know, are you coming back to be a Hall of Famer? Did you just get two belts to get some money? You know, those are questions, you know, those are questions whether you like it or not, you know. Speaking to him, you know what I'm saying? Those are questions whether you like it or not, people are going to ask. Yeah, like you say, nobody to blame, you know, but him, but he definitely got us right to the peak and then like kind of just bottomed out on us or whatever. So, I mean, Hopefully he can get back in the mix, man. Like I say, um, I think it would be he would be a very interesting player in that you know one forty seven top five. You know what I'm saying? That oh yeah, yeah, definitely, man. But um, going back um, to Sean Porter and Danny Garcia, how you see this fight playing out, man? <clears throat> um, predictions, prediction. What's my prediction, or what, what do, how do I actually see what what what, what game plan they going to employ, or just with the final outcome at? Um, go with your uh, how it plays out into your prediction. Um, it's going to be interesting, that because we already know what Sean Porter coming with. That's a given. You mm-hmm. know what I'm saying? We already know what type of style he's coming with. You know, and like you said, it'll go back to a few different things. Um, is Danny even strong enough to even stand his ground? Against that, you know, juggernaut of force coming coming to him, you know, uh, will he be able to get his respect, get his attention, and make him think twice about coming in like that? I don't think he know anything else but to come in like that. 
Um, and I think it's going to be difficult for Sean, I mean, for Danny Garcia to get anything off that would make him feel that way, you know? Yeah. And then the flip side is like, not even the flip side goes back to the, to the strength thing, you know? You know, Kel Brook put the, the blueprint out for Sean Porter. You know what I'm saying? Mm-hmm. I mean, but Danny Garcia ain't strong enough to do that. You know what I'm saying? He ain't strong enough to get off a couple punches time. You know, he ain't strong enough to do that. So, um, It, I'm coming to the to a point where it's looking hard for Sean, I mean, Danny Garcia to, to win the fight to me. And when I really think about what, what could he possibly do to, you know, not, I mean, anything that happens is always the knockout punch, you know, but um, the more closer the fight is getting, I'm just, I'm leaning to more towards Sean Porter. Cause I just, I just don't see what Danny Garcia can do to nullify this pressure for 12 rounds. And, um, being how we was talking about earlier too, Sean Porter kind of having a goal, a vision where he wants to do, and Danny is in the way. Mm-hmm. Dan- Sean Porter is not really in the way of Danny's goals. It's just another fight, really. It's just a fight right now. You know what I mean? He's not like I, I get this guy out of the way so I can get there. That's not. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? That's not. Mm-hmm. You know, priority for these guys. So um, I'm gonna just go with um, Sean Porter by decision and um. If you know if I if you know the way I'm looking at it is is right, I would say Sean Porter by um decision. Yeah. Yeah, um I guess for me too, like the if I can compare this to a fight, I would say I think it could play out kinda like Antonio Tarver and Glenn Johnson that first fight where Glenn Johnson was straight up putting that pressure on him. He was straight, straight putting pressure on Tarver, you know, not giving him a chance to counter anything in certain rounds, you know. But the thing is, you know, the only thing that differs with Sean Porter is his aggression ain't as controlled as Glenn Johnson's was, you know what mm-hmm. I mean? Like, he's still leaving himself open. Mm-hmm. And I don't think his chin is as good as Glenn Johnson's, mm-hmm. you know, where Glenn could brush in there and bum rush you and put pressure and still block shots. But I kind of see it having that texture where – He's kind of keeping him off balance so he can't counter, you know. And I think that Garcia is, is the type to kind of wait too long. And while he's waiting and not moving, he's going to be piling up points, right, you know. No he's going to be yeah. piling up points. And, and another thing, it could be like that, but I don't know because, you know, he's not a natural welterweight that can actually fend him off. You know, he can't really fend him off long enough to set up counters because mm-hmm. – Sean, he's going to know you the smaller guy. I've been mauling bigger guys right, and right, right. putting them on the ropes, Keith Thurman. You know, I've been doing that. So what makes you any different than yeah. them? You know, And he's coming down to make 147. And so he's, he's coming, just a, yeah. a bigger, stronger guy. So. Bigger, stronger guy. And you coming up to 147. Yeah, you know, so. you're still not a natural 147. So I just see all of that being trouble because a guy like Floyd, he, he usually comes in as the smallest guy, but he's elusive, you know. He's not pinned to the ropes. He's not stiff. He's still jabbing you or moving. But I kind of see, I don't really see Garcia having in that mind frame to tie up under pressure. <laughs> Mostly kind of blocking and getting getting hit on the gloves, which still bruises you, you know, mm-hmm. which still causes damage. But I really don't see him tying him up and being able to win those wrestling matches. Mm-mm, mm-mm, <laughs> I don't mm-mm. see him winning wrestling matches with him. So 
if I had to go with it, man, I had to go with uh, yeah, twelve round decision for Sean Porter, man, like straight mauled, man. Yeah, but but Just like you honest. said though, Ant, it's you said it's a lot of people out there that think Garcia got this in the bag. But yeah, there's so, some people that feel that he can counter him and land that big shot, but he has to have his feet set yeah. because he's not a counter puncher on the back foot. He don't got that type of power. Not that type of power. No, he don't you got know. that type of power, dude. He has to have his feet planted. And as long as Sean Porter don't give him a chance to have his feet planted, he's in trouble. He's in trouble, dude. Because he's not going to move at an angle to get out of there. Sean Porter, I give him an edge in speed, too. Mm-hmm. You know, he's fast. You know, yeah. he's on you before the round. You know, before that bell rings. <laughs> yeah. You blink and you open yeah. your eyes. He right there. And it's something like Thurman said to himself when he was breaking it down. He does that little stutter step, you know, mm-hmm. where he's like about to sprint right at you. You don't know if he's coming, but that jab is in your face. And then he's coming in. So I, I just don't see him really knowing how to control that pressure. Yeah. And most of that is, yeah, physically, you know. And that's what I'm saying. Like you said, a, a more cerebral fighter like a Floyd, you know. And and not not just cerebral, just more gifted. gifted. You know what just I'm saying? He gifted. just had more in the arsenal to work yeah. with and knew how to work all of that well. Mm-hmm. You know what I'm saying? Danny is still kind of one dimensional. I mean, both guys are kind of one dimensional. You know what I mean? Mm-hmm. We haven't seen them make adjustments and do things in the fight to say, oh, damn, you know, yeah. oh, he switched to Southpaw. And now, you know, mm-hmm. you know, we, we haven't seen that stuff from these guys, man. So, um, yeah, because even, yeah, the people that are saying Danny can beat Sean Porter, they're saying that he's going to land that big counter shot, that left hook. But like I said, you got to be able to set that up on yeah. it. And that's the only thing you call with Sean. You could say he going to, Use the jab. He gonna put pressure. He gonna use combinations. But a lot of people are saying that, you know, he's one dimensional. But I think there's more to his one dimensional. Absolutely, absolutely. You know, because at, especially at welterweight, you know, I mean, there was more at 140 because Danny could do more things there because yeah. he was comfortable. But 147, your tools are different than they are. Absolutely. To a certain extent, absolutely. You know? Like you say, Sean Porter. Um. It's controlled chaos, you know what it's I'm saying? Chaos, yeah. You know what mm-hmm. I mean? And 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 that is playing into his advantage, you know, at, at one forty seven or whatever. Um and like you said, so and were, were, were these like pundits saying this or these was like blogs, fans who was, was a mixture saying of Garcia, both. A mixture, mixture of both, both, you know, you had some trainers saying that um Garcia had to was gonna counter and be able to, you know, box him <laughs> with twelve rounds. Yeah. And, I, it's, yeah, and it all goes down. It all goes back to you know the the good big man at a certain weight's gonna beat the good little man. You know that's what it every comes time, down to, yeah, man. Every time, you know, and like we say, I mean, we threw that on the table too. It's still fighting boxing; anything can happen. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? But those those chances are like slim to none of you know him getting planted and getting that perfect knockout counter. You know what I mm-hmm. mean? Because Porter. When he was in the Broner, people got to remember he didn't drop until the twelfth round, right. you know. And before that, he was losing. So yeah. I mean, Garcia, you got to be able to do that in the early rounds, you know, yeah. constantly. You know, you got to be able to land those shots constantly. And Rios, he was more one dimensional, where he was in his face. But even then, he was landing on, you he know, was he was landing on, on yeah, Garcia. Yeah, but yeah. finally, that right hand found his home. Finally. But yeah. But but overall, I think Sean Porter, yeah, like you said, his controlled chaos, I think it's still going to pull out 
you know, it's still going to pull out the win for him because let's be honest, this is he's he's going in there with that goal and saying that I'm not going to let a smaller man beat me. And and that usually that's all you need, man. Sometimes, you know, for a guy with his style, I mean, Thurman even, you know, said he leaned more towards Sean. I mean, he fought both of them. So. And, then, and then, you know, just imposing will. I mean, that's something that looks like, you know, we see Sean pull the display. Danny Garcia is like, if it's not that left hand, it's, it's you know what I'm saying? Yeah, it's a long night, dude. You know what I'm saying? I mean, so, um, yeah, that's pretty much all I really had. Huh? Yeah, know. same here, man. I'm just hoping for a good fight. You know, I hope it turns out, you know, better than we think. You know, like yeah. you said, I hope it. I know you said you, like you said, you weren't really anticipating it, but I hope it, it yeah. turns out to be better than, yeah. you know, some a fight of the year candidate, yeah. hopefully. And, and I mean, at the end of the day, it's going to answer some questions, you know. That's, help that's, answer those yeah, questions. Yeah, more where I'm at, you know, what, 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 what it solidifies for the division next, you know what I'm saying? Um so mm-hmm. I mean, I, I definitely will be tuned in and watching close. So oh yeah, definitely, mm-hmm. man. And um, yeah, before we bounce too on the undercard is um, you know, you're in this Ugas. He's fighting, mm-hmm. and uh, who's he fighting? Uh, he's fighting a guy named Caesar Baron Nuevo. But you know, I favor Ugas in that. I think it's like a tune-up fight for him to get in there. Yeah. It's a it's a title eliminator. So whoever wins that gets to fight the winner of Porter Garcia, man. So. Mm-hmm. But I thought Ugas so, was in talks with Spence at some point yeah, too, I, man. So I, I seen that, and then that. So the winner is not fighting Earl Spence. Then if these, if this is a title eliminator, right? It, it, they they got a way out now. <laughs> Let's just say that they yeah, got a way out. You said it. I'm just like, yeah. wait a minute, hold yeah. up. Well, I thought you we know. was going over. Whatever, man. Because you know, mandatories usually have like a deadline. They usually let you fight who you want in between but you usually have like a six seven month deadline to commit to that but somebody might be committing to this 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 we'll see what happens man (laughs) we're gonna see man but yeah man that's all we got uh today you know on this show um like i always say make sure y'all subscribe to us on stitcher itunes google play and soundcloud follow us on our facebook instagram and twitter you know we always posting some interesting stuff up there you know whether we joking or posting some facts, you know, about boxing, you know, it's always good to yeah. have y'all come through and put some input on there. Sure. You know, for shout sure. out to the Facebook sure. and Instagram, you know, responders, yeah. <laughs> those people who come through. Yeah. But yeah, um, yeah, look us up on, you know, if you go online, Google us, Jab Podcast. We the only ones come up. We the only ones on lane, man. But um, you want to say anything in closing, Pete? Um, no, I just expound a little bit on, you know, on the pitches and everything. You know, we definitely try to get y'all a variety and a, a whole gambit of different pitches and looks all under the boxing umbrella. You know what I'm saying? But we we, 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 we want to, the sport is wide enough to do that, to grab all kinds of people when it has grabbed all kinds of people. So um, I just wanted to, you know, piggyback yeah. on what you said, man. You know, we, we definitely trying to cater to everybody that's a boxing fan, yeah. you know? Yeah, especially that, like, crotch face. <laughs> <laughs> You know, no bad, no bad thing, yeah. no bad thing been made over. Yeah. Yeah. We understand what they were saying. It's just a funny picture, dude. I've been yeah. seeing it, but I was like, let me throw it out there because it's just hilarious. You know what I'm saying? So yeah, <laughs> it is, man. But uh, it, it looked like a little pause moment right there. But I ain't gonna bash UFC because hey, I got it, it's it's UFC fight weekend. I got some I got some fights to you know watch. 
you know, uh, UFC 228, you know, Teron Willie, he, he, he scrapping. Yeah. Fighting that guy, Darren Till. Big welterweight, man. That's, that, that guy's big, man. They got some bad blood or something going on. No, I was seeing some stuff on the blogs. I didn't really read into it. Just kind of like competition type stuff. Okay, it ain't nothing major. Nah, it's a dangerous fight with Willie, though. But Willie's still the champion, right? Yeah, he's a champion. Okay. He's still the champion. This is a undefeated guy. Yeah. And six foot. I want to say he's like a little over six foot, and he just he just too big for the division. Yeah. He he having trouble making weight, you know. So wow, I'm gonna yeah. see what happened here. But yeah, yeah. man, we yeah. definitely and let know we definitely got respect for all combat yeah, sports. All but, combat you know, sports. What's funny is yeah. funny, you know. Like, yeah, what's funny, funny, funny. Picture, you know. Yeah, because I'm about to say that's one thing you're never gonna have to worry about in boxing. Your face yeah, will yeah. never be like that in boxing. I'm and sorry. I and I would rather take a jab from. I'd rather take a jab from uh, Errol Spence than. Be in that that and, position, and, like you say, and even if it is a still, I'd rather be have the still Earl Spence knocking the sweat off my head, off my you face, know what I'm yeah, than having somebody like <laughs> Demetrius Johnson have me in like a compromising position, my ass in there, yeah, <laughs> never man. all day, man. <laughs> but yeah, man, uh, like I said, just make sure y'all subscribe, follow us on that social media. My name is Combo Breaker ninety nine. Shit, boy, buy some P, y'all, and we out later. Peace.